Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, owner of Ascent Dental Solutions, with a focus on knowledge, education, training, and development. On our last podcast, we had a Mr. Ed Velitis. He spoke to us about the best way to perhaps structure your practice and get the best return from your investment. And I decided to have Ed back to not only talk about his book, Exit Like a Winner, but to get in a little more detail of how he can help us just avoid some of the mistakes that he sees on a day-to-day basis. Ed, thanks again for joining us. I really appreciate your last podcast, the time and effort you put into it. I know in quick summary, you're a certified business intermediary and your business, Edison Avenue, is a focus on helping dentists transition to perhaps an MSO, a DSO, or other types of organizations. And in your last podcast, you strongly recommended to try to avoid signing a letter of intent and try to be cautious or be very cautious about unsolicited uh, recommendations or potential offers for your practice. I'd like to talk a little bit more, like in your opinion, what's the best time for that dentist or the dental group consider selling their practice? Look, first of all, I appreciate uh, inviting me on the show. Again, uh, Dr. Coughlin, I appreciate that. And uh, what I would say is the the best time is when the sun is shining, the future looks bright for your practice, you don't see any storm clouds on the horizon. So, you know, really translating that to your, your practice, you know, when your practice is continuing to grow, you've got a good staff in place, uh, your, your operating systems and are all in good shape, your equipment's in good shape, as opposed to when maybe all of your equipment's at the end of its life cycle and you just lost a, a key people in your office, a few key people, and you're, you know, you're sort of a you know, seeing issues in the future, because uh, you're not, you're not the only one that sees the issues. The potential buyer investor is also going to reduce the value of your practice. Could you talk to our audience a little bit? I know on our last podcast, you're a certified business intermediary. And as I did my own research, I was amazed that people with your expertise and background can many times get 20 or 30% better return for the participants or the individual selling or group selling that practice. Is that a true statistic? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's It's been done, you know, through a series of studies and all of that. So it absolutely does make a big difference in the value. So when you're being represented, you can protect your confidentiality. You can focus, focus on running your practice and not be uh, distracted by dealing with the buyers and tire kickers and, and all of that. Thirdly, you know what the true value of your practice is in the market from other comparable uh, practices that have sold that are similar to yours. And so you're in a much better place. Um, and also we can create a competitive environment where there may be maybe two or three or four, um, you know, different potential buyers pursuing you at the same time. So that certainly helps the cream rise to the top and get you the best terms in price uh, you're looking for, whether you want to stay on for some extended transition period or whether your desire is to leave quickly. Can you, if you're comfortable, can you talk to our listeners, what is the fee structure? Are you on a commission base? And I know it's probably all over the map, whether the practice is 500000 
or $50 million. What is the general standard of care in your industry? How is it generally structured, if you don't mind getting into that a little bit for our audience? Well, absolutely. What I'll start with, though, is there are three types of, of intermediaries that potentially you may work with, depending on the, the size and nature of your business. One would be a business broker, and the second level up would be an M&A advisor, and the third level up would be an investment banker. Let's start with investment banker. That would be typically they have very substantial upfront fees and ongoing monthly fees uh, that you pay in addition to a success fee or commission, if you will, at the end of the transaction. On the other end of the spectrum would be the the business broker, and that would be for you know very small practices, much less sophisticated, uh, typically and in professional in that regards. But they can be you know effective in serving the, the very small you know practice. And then intermediate uh, intermediate level the, in between those is the M and A advisor, and that is you know that is a if you really need professional services when you hire your CPA. If he doesn't work for you, whether you sell your practice or not, you're paying him by the hour. Uh, same thing with your attorney. Well, well, in the in the and I should restate though, with a business broker, they usually work on a hundred percent straight commission, so there is no fee. It's only a success fee. It's much more a mercenary. They they can't get paid unless they sell your practice, and and so they can you know at times can be a little more desperate to sell, if you will, which is may not be looking out for your best interests. Whereas an M&A advisor does charge a, a modest upfront fee and then a success fee uh, upon the sale. So they're more of a true partner. You have a little bit, a little bit of skin in the game and they're looking out for your long-term interest, whether it takes, um, you know, six months to sell your practice or whether it takes, uh, you know, two years, they'll help you find the right buyer and work with you on that journey as opposed to being, you know, um, desperate for a sale, if you will, which is not serving you. So I, I like to, you know, take care of my clients and make sure I'm, I've got their back and I'm doing what's in their long-term best interest and nobody else. And for the business broker, would those be practices, let's say a million and less, 5 million and less, 10 million and less? What would be some of the ranges for our listeners to consider a business broker? Typically it's a million and less, you know, and they can, they can be fine in some situations, but you need to proceed with caution because it is straight commission. So there should just be a little leeriness about that a relationship. And for that business broker, are those commissions typically 3%, 10%, 5%? What, what would be the typical uh, range? It's those rules of thumb are kind of dangerous waters to step into. So I, I, I you know, I certainly see a lot, uh, you know, a lot of eight and 10%, uh, but I, you know, it, it really going to depend on the practice and how they like to bill. Okay. And as far as the merger and acquisitions, are those generally between one and 10 million, one and 5 million? Yeah, the M&A advisor is typically deployed with, you know, 1 million to about to about 20 million practice size. And then after that, the investment bankers are usually, you know, in the larger transactions. And for that merger and acquisition group, after they, their success fee, is that typical also somewhere between 5 and 10%? It's more modest. It's more modest than that, uh, typically, because there's a there's a, a bit of an upfront fee, and also by the sheer size of your practice, you know that the you know the expenses are more defrayed uh, when it's sold as opposed to the very small practice where you know there's a large in a business broker setting where there's a large a larger fee because the the, the proceeds of the sale are going to be small. 
In your background, doing this for the years that you've been doing it, are there is there some kind of advice after the purchase and sales? I'm assuming that the seller would do best by staying on for 6, 12, 18, or 24 months because those individuals purchasing the practice would think that there's potentially a, a, a greater continuity and perhaps a better return on their investment. Is that an accurate statement? It is an accurate statement and that you do want to, it's, it's valuable to you to choose to sell your practice and to plan on it you know, one, two, three, even five years in advance so that you put together a strategy that's going to work for you. But you have to understand yourself, know thyself. Do you make a good employee or or you are you just, um, a lot of entrepreneurs are used to being the boss and then to be an employee, it just doesn't go well for very long. And so they don't stay very long and or very effectively. So you have to know yourself in that regards. Will that work for you? Maybe you'll be fine. Maybe you're happy to be, you know, part of the team for the next two years or three, maybe you're not. So you need to understand that about yourself. So that that would be my thoughts. And with your background at Edison Avenue, do you also help that dentist negotiate uh, an employment contract after the purchase and sales? Or is that another, another entity or another business program? Right. Now, I would definitely, uh, definitely do provide assistance with helping to structure the the terms. And then we would, uh, involve attorney to, um, you know, put that in the final codified form. So in terms of a legal contract, but uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely setting up the terms and the conditions and what that's going to look like for sure. And is there a way you can share some contact information with our listeners? So perhaps they can get your book, give you a call if they have individual questions to get a little more depth. Would you mind sharing that information with our listeners? Absolutely. So the practice name is Edison Avenue, and it's at edisonavenue.com, 800-975-2114. The book is Exit Like a Winner. It's now out on Amazon and uh, many other you know book resellers, so you can find it there. And coming out with the audio version of the book, and that'll be out here in the next couple of weeks. Again, Exit Like a Winner, it's a great way to start. It's a great primer to get you clear on when is the right time to sell for you and then how to avoid the pitfalls in the process. And Ed, your website, Edison Avenue, the avenue is spelled out, correct? Correct. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time. I know how busy you are. I cannot tell our listeners I've been through this probably most than most dentists you will ever meet, and I've made numerous mistakes financially that were painful, and I wish that I was aware of the expertise that's out there, and I would strongly recommend you reach out to Ed and pick his brain and make the right decisions and don't make the mistakes that I've made. I want to thank you, Ed, so much for your expertise and your time. And I want to thank our listeners. I look forward to speaking to you in the near future. You've been listening to Dr. Kevin Coughlin, owner of Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, training, and development. I want to give a shout out again to our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Vocal, and Henry Shine. And thanks again to the podcast team at David Wolf. Thanks again, everybody. Ed, you have a great night. And thanks so much. I'll be talking to you soon. All right. Thank you.